0: Listening to The Fret Files, the Guitar Workshop Podcast with Eric Daw. Send in your question or comment. To participate in the show, you can text or call 757 774 8482. Or to email the show, you can go to my website, ericdaw.com. That's E R I C D A W.com. Click the contact link and send your question or comment there. We'll use it as part of the show. Indeed, welcome to the show. It's the Fret Files podcast, your uh, bi-weekly foray into guitar Mm. tech. How do you like that? Yeah, caught me off guard. My name is Eric Daw, and I am the host of the show with 25 years of experience restoring, building, and repairing guitars, and today's co-host is my buddy, Nat. Hello! Hi, Nat. Hi. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, welcome back.
1: Thank you. I will read the listener submitted questions, and Eric... We'll try to answer them the best he can. Mm -hmm. Those are our proper roles. Drawing on his experience as a professional luthier. Mm -hmm. And here's my favorite question. What's on your bench lately, Eric?
0: Not much. Do you know why? Pretty bare? Well, I've been sick. You've been under the weather. I've been sick for about 10 days. I'm better now. Let's say I was sick last week. Let's say that. It was rough. You lost your voice. Yeah, I completely lost my voice. And... I lost a whole bunch of work time too because I, I just could man. I was sick enough that I, that I couldn't work. Well, what does it take to be
1: sick enough that you can't work? I imagine a lot of these self-employed people would wonder. I well, guess it depends on your background For me, and-
0: like I had a hundred and five fever. Yeah, and I was convulsing on the couch.
1: So
0: <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> that pretty much—that's well, that, a good measure. Yeah, that pretty There's much seals. Two the, pretty good uh, bullet
1: points. All right, yeah, yeah. people, those are your standards. If not, mm-hmm. the whip is a kraken. Get back yeah. in there. If yeah. it
0: had been a hundred and three, and maybe just a slight shake, I'd, <laughs> yeah, ah. I know
1: a nice tremor. Yeah, I, I can
0: probably. Yeah, you could sand things. Go sweep the shop. <laughs> you could. <laughs> well. That's No, it wasn't that. But, well, it was, actually. It was it quite was, bad. It was but terrible. I'm better now. And what else is new? I just finished that cowboy wallpaper guitar. Oh, I got to see it. Yeah, it's, I out, need to... it's out in the shop. I'm going to ship it out tomorrow. I've, it's already done and sold. Gosh, this is like selling homes before they're even listed. I really thought about keeping it. It's cool.
1: It turned that, out cool. Well, make a couple more and devalue that one. For before
0: you go, some... come... Go to the shop and look at it, because it's cool. I like that style. It's neat. Um, The other interesting thing that happened, I was going to tell you about this, and I thought, well, maybe I'll save it for the show. Okay. A mutual friend of ours. Oh, boy. uh, Whom I shall not name on the show here. But, uh, well, let me back up. Let me give you some backstory. (laughs) Here we go. I uh, peruse the internet for used guitars. There's no shame in that. And I'm going to come clean and say, I've
1: done that a time or two myself. Yeah.
0: There's no shame. Don't be ashamed if it's, you know. Not much. Yeah. It's it's not a sin. It's not a it's not like golf. No offense. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be.
1: That's a pernicious evil.
0: Uh, but I do. I peruse the Facebook marketplace and the Craigslist. Do you know what peruse? You know, have you ever looked at peruse? No,
1: but it reminds me of parasols and ambling and, mm. and, uh.
0: What do they call that well, uh, the
1: passeggiata in, in in Italy you go for a little walk arm in arm. Mm.
0: Yeah. Most After people dinner. most people think it means to like casually read something. It actually means like to very studiously like to select look at every word.
1: Oh, like, well we've changed that we've literally changed the definition.
0: Yeah. People have. Yeah. Oh well. Anyhow I do um look for used guitars online and one showed up a pretty nice vintage Strat showed up. Really? Yeah, about uh, Sunday it was. So this was, what, f- f- three days ago. Yeah. Um, And I messaged this person and said, hey, you know, your price is fair. I'll take it. At least let me come look at it. Yeah. You know? And didn't get back to me, didn't get back to me, didn't get back to me. Finally emailed me back and said, hey, uh you you can come look at it but um it's actually it's not three thousand dollars, it's four thousand dollars. <laughs> and I said, Well this isn't generally how negotiation works. <laughs> he done switched the bait on you. That's cute.
1: So he had uh, several calls. And then
0: huh? and then also said oh, and by the way, it's not mine. Yeah. This I'm is selling it for a friend. Okay. And yeah. at this point I thought it's getting good. It was just—it's a '70s Strat, and it's like, eh. All right, whatever. It's, things got weird. Anyhow, yeah. the next day, a fellow we know, mm-hmm. uh, nicest guy in the world, bought the Strat and called me up and said, "Hey, set this up for me." I'm like, "You bought it," and he fought through all the doubt, yeah, uncertainty. I told him my story, like. I was trying to buy that, yeah. and the price changed under me, and all this other, and I couldn't get a conversation hardly going with this person. Uh, he bought it, hmm. got a good deal on it, Dang. brought it over to me to set up, and I thought, I missed that one. But I'm happy for him that he bought it. Yeah. Everything's fine. Kept in the family. Today, he calls me, hmm. says, hey. Have you started work on that strat yet? I said, no. He says, I got to come pick it up. It's mm? it's stolen. It's hot. The police contacted him. Oh. And said, uh, been guitar shopping lately? Oh. Uh. Yeah. And apparently they caught, to, you know, this, whoever the thief was, like, to talked to somebody else into putting it up on Marketplace and this whole... Yeah, like nobody will ever find out. I know. Well, like, it turns out... Th- thieves not smart
1: yeah that well this judgment's got nothing to do with it but thank goodness the cops were looking at facebook marketplace all day long oh yeah and for 70 strats keeping us keeping us safe
0: so it was um local ish you know Mm -hmm. and it was stolen a while ago and turns out this fella has to give it back has to give it to the police and then the police are going to give it back to the owner but our buddy he's out that no. money I mean he paid cash
1: and basically you could I mean what do you sue the thief for it or something Yeah
0: but good luck yeah oh um, man the only hope is that you know cuz he's going to have to go to court and whatever mm-hmm. and maybe they'll order some restitution to be paid but not anytime oh. soon. He's not going to get any money anytime soon. Out of That's it. cruddy, because it yeah, wasn't it sucks, way huh? too good to be true, and it wasn't no.
1: way too sketchy. It was normal internet yeah. sketchy.
0: Yeah, and it never crossed my mind that it was stolen. Yeah. Maybe it should have. Um, I figured, because the this, the individual selling it was a uh, female, mm-hmm. and I figured, yep. okay. I know where you're going. She was in a relationship yep. with someone who uh, she is no longer in a relationship with. But Gosh, he left his guitar there.
1: Way to say that. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to be polite. I see. You're doing a great job. And possession is nine tenths of the law oh, yeah. and nine tenths of the problem.
1: She for, happens to know this, exactly what it's worth for
0: whoever's yeah. uh, whoever the ex is here. Yeah. But turns out that wasn't the case. Dang it dang thing was stolen. So watch out buying guitars, because, you know, I was just telling our listeners, our fine listeners, hey, buy used guitars. It's fun. You'll love it. I know. Watch out. I know. Because that's where stolen guitars end up. They end up on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. Very quick local kind of places. If you're spending more than a thousand bucks... um. Get the person's information. Yeah. Tell them, hey, look, you know, I trust you, but otherwise I wouldn't be giving you this money and taking the guitar. But, you know, maybe the person you got it from was, I don't know. So I need your driver's license and I'm going to write down your driver's license number Mm -hmm. and we're going to have, or just have a, here's what I like to do. I have a, In my shop, I have a bill of sale, Mm -hmm. and it says, you know, you fill in your name, and it says, I agree to blah, 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 and then at the bottom, it's got name, address, phone number, driver's license number, and
1: I just go, okay, fill this out. So then you don't, that solves some awkward conversation, maybe, that's cool.
0: Yeah, and if if it's over a grand, I would recommend doing that, because man, you just never know. Well yeah. Dang it. Yeah, stolen guitars. That's yeah, pretty exciting. Yeah, okay. isn't it though? Yeah, we've to got get to get some money back. Oh This is great news. It is because I need a break, man. Click that uh, button. Well, here's the problem. I don't have the I don't have the phone call noise queued up. Oh. Yeah, it's a bummer. Oh well. That's okay. <laughs> Bring Hi Eric and potentially Nat if you're there. Hey. I hope you're both well. Um, this is Ben in the UK. Yes. I've got a question about name. doing a fret dress. Um, I've got an old Les Paul copy. Uh, it's a Washburn from the late 80s. Mm-hmm. And it's reasonable. I'm not really a Les Paul guy. But whenever, you know, if I need to sound like a Les Paul, it does the job. Uh, it could do with a fret dress, though. And I was thinking of having a go at it myself. So <coughs> have you got a few recommendations for either, you know, a book? or uh some YouTube videos I could look at that are actually good because I know there's a million YouTube videos, but, you know, some really good ones I could watch and um recommendations for, you know, I'm going to need to buy a few tools probably. Um, yeah, just some advice for someone who's reasonably handy but has never done a fret dress before. Uh, thanks very much. Love the podcast as ever. Uh, stay well. Thank you, sir. Man, that was good. Indeed. That's yes. fundamental. That's,
1: Mm -hmm. Nuts and bolts. Yeah.
0: I like it. The book I like is called uh, The Guitar Player Repair Guide by Dan Earlywine. I got it. And it goes into fretwork and fret leveling. Uh, There's a chapter in there about that. I'm certain that, you know, Stuart McDonald sells a bunch of instructional DVDs now. Hmm. And I bet you they have one on fret leveling that would not be a bad investment, you know, 20 25 bucks for a dvd. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably some free stuff on youtube, but if you're going to do that, watch several. Make sure that you're getting consistent information that it and that it looks like it's legitimate. But uh that's those are my two recommendations, the guitar player repair guide by Dan Earlywine and Stuart McDonald's instructional uh, DVDs. I bet you they've got one on fretwork. That's what I would look yeah. into. To do that job, you're going to need... By the way, this is probably going to be more expensive than just having it done. Just putting it out there. Oh, yeah. If you're I bet buy, he's good with that. If you're going to yeah. buy a book and tools and a DVD, you're probably going to be at least... You know, 150 bucks into this with tools and everything. But you're going to need a, a, f- uh, a leveling file or a, <clears throat> a sanding beam, a fret sanding beam. Whoa. Or, you know, some kind of long, flat file so you can file the frets level. Those sound expensive. Yeah, and then you'll need a fret crowning file, mm-hmm. and that's the little... File that puts the round top back on your fret. Contour on it, yeah. It can be done with a triangle file, but that's, uh, kind of an advanced way to do it. The, I would, I would recommend using a crowning file. Which has that
1: shape, that curve built into it more or less. Right, right? yeah. It's
0: a file that has a, that convex, whatever you want to Mm -hmm. say concave convex well the file would be convex yeah concave oops gosh i know i get them confused yeah doggone but uh yeah so and then you'll need you know general things like masking tape and sandpaper Mm -hmm. and some kind of polishing compound
1: oh yeah you know and he, that part you could do by hand.
0: You don't need a machine for. Yeah, it can be. They can be polished by hand. Yeah. Yeah. If you were, if you were going to start doing this for a living, that's a. You don't want to. You're going to wear out your shoulder. Yeah. Polishing frets by hand. Um. What else will he need? Did he say whether it's rosewood or maple fingerboard?
1: Well, it's probably dark. It's probably rosewoodish. It's a Washburn Les Paul. Mm. Oh From yeah, the, yeah. The... So
0: it's probably rosewood or ebony.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that impacts what tools he needs, or just well, what
0: he needs to... uh, there's um, you'll need f- uh, f- fretboard conditioning oil. Oh. Um, because I always like to make sure the f- fingerboard's conditioned after I mask. Oh. After I mask it off, because it kind of. It kind of will affect the fingerboard there. Okay. And if it were finished maple, he doesn't need fingerboard conditioner. That's a good tip. What else will he need? That's that's about it. But, yeah, Stuart McDonald or Luthier's Mercantile or Philadelphia Luthier Supply. There's a few different places to, to shop for these things. <clears throat> good one. Good one. Very good. That's yes, Ben. That's Ben. Thank you so much, Ben. Let's take a little break. Oh, before we do, I have to say, so I did the last podcast by myself. Oh, man. And, yeah, it was a, it was rough. But um, I, list, I did something I never do. Uh-oh. I listened back to it. Oh, yeah. Don't ever do that. Well, I'm kind of glad I did because I realized <laughs> that I misspoke a, a bunch. Yeah, that's why I'd never do that. It's terrible and it's my worst nightmare i was talking about pickup winders i was answering a question from my buddy Rhett in nashville
1: oh yeah Rhett's frets talking whatever.
0: about pickup winders and i know isn't that a clever name yeah.
1: nominative destiny almost
0: yeah yeah not a kid yeah uh and yeah it's like if you're a baker and your last name is baker yeah it's like I was talking about my pickup winder, and then I went to talk about the counting mechanism. But I couldn't... What could go wrong? I couldn't say counter. I kept... I just said winder. So I'm done talking oh, about the yeah, winder, that's... and then I try to talk about the counter, yeah. but instead of saying counter, I'm saying winder. So, like, well... And the other thing is you need to find a winder that works when I meant to say counter. You need to oh, find great. a counting mechanism this that sucks. works. The starts... So you if need you a sidekick to that. I know, and if you would, <laughs> if you were here, you would have been like, "Hey, you like, Pardon me, but which you're one's not making convex? any sense. Have you had a stroke?
1: <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. There's something about it. You you do need. Like I misspeak all the time. That's why I'm never going to listen to this. But to have another human there, you can tell just from the the feel in the room. I may have said something a little goofy.
0: Yeah. And when I'm speaking to you. I feel like it's a different... Like my brain is working on a different yeah. wavelength than it is when... Because I was just sitting in here alone. And when I you're know. just sitting in a room by yourself trying to speak so for an hour... Mean, it's out of no, question. No one's even there yeah. to give you a facial expression. Mm-hmm. Your brain isn't quite popping right. Yeah, because you're not conversing. You're just throwing that out to the void. Right. It's just this... This vacuous soliloquy. Yeah, man. And it doesn't matter if you're making sense or not. Oh, no. Here we go. (laughs) Well, I don't want to get existential (laughs) Well, too late. (laughs) But that's why I'm here. I'm going to cut us off right there. Anyhow, if you were listening to that episode, saying to yourself, I wonder what he's on about. (laughs) Because this doesn't make a lick of sense. You were correct. You're correct. You were correct. And you are correct. Anyhow, let's take a little break. We'll be right back with more. This episode of the Fret Files podcast is brought to you by Apex Coffee Roasters. Imagine always having fresh roasted coffee in your home. Now, imagine you didn't even have to leave the house for it. A subscription with Apex Coffee Roasters makes all of this possible. You choose the plan that best suits your needs, and they handle the rest. Their roaster will select a coffee option just for you and send it your way. Discounts are applied if you get a six-month or a year-long subscription. And shipping included, if you're in the USA, great coffee every morning. Just cut a little bit easier. That's apexcoffeeroasters.com. And if you go there and use my promo code, you get an additional 10% off. That's PINUP, P-I-N-U-P. That's at apexcoffeeroasters.com. We've talked a lot about neck straightening irons on the show And people write to me and they say Eric, where can I get one? Well, until now, I didn't have anywhere to send people Because nobody makes them anymore Except for my buddy Rick At playersgearmusic.com You can go to PlayersGearMusic. Music You can order a neck straightening iron Some people call it a neck press or a neck heater it is an invaluable tool in my shop. I use it all the time. I'd be lost without one of these. I, I love having a neck straightening iron, and Rick is making a really really stout industrial... It, I, I think it, I think it's the best one that I've used, and I've, I've used a lot. I've used uh, the commercially available ones that they used to sell in the 70s and 80s, but they don't sell them anymore. Well, now you can get one from playersgearmusic.com. they are forty-nine. dollars I know that seems like a lot. It's, it's a tool, I tell you what, it's going to pay for itself a hundred times over. If you go to playersgearmusic.com, scroll down on the main page, scroll, scroll, scroll down to where it says Fan of the Fret Files Podcast. You click that. That adds one to your cart and it's 50 bucks off so instead of 7.49 it's 6.99 6.99 free shipping and it's yours and next straightening iron playersgearmusic.com has them and you need one i'm telling you so go to playersgearmusic.com and check it out and don't forget to tell rick that the fret files podcast sent you
1: Hey Eric, you've done several setups for me and I always appreciate your attention to detail. You always find something I forgot to mention, but then notice that it's fixed. Then yeah, then I notice that it's fixed when I get it back. Oh, that's Damn. a nice compliment. That's a nice specific compliment. Thank you. Great work. Anyways, I okay. wanted to get your opinion on all these different types of non-traditional woods being used for making guitars. Have you ever considered Paulonia
0: Paulonia Do people say it quickly or do they make I it don't think typically they say it as slow <laughs> as you said it <laughs> That's what I'm asking Yeah, do they agonize over it, make it terrible
1: for everyone Paulonia As a body would, question Pros, cons And what about Paul Faro fretboards mm. Thanks,
0: Jeremy You're welcome, Jeremy Thank you How faro, uh, well, let's do Polonia first. Um, it's some kind of like kind of it's like a almost like a gosh,
1: I think you're trying not to say mahogany.
0: Yeah, you're right. (laughs) It's because it's all like mahogany to us. It's a, yeah, isn't everything? Yeah, it reminds me of the Carina wood a little bit in color. It, it has that, um, which is some kind of weird African mahogany? Yeah, I think mahogany-ish. Ma- yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, uh, limba is is uh, huh? Karina wood. Oh. Polonia, Let's see what it is really, because a lot of times you'll realize they use these um they use these names, and then you realize that it's like laurel. Or something. Yeah, it's like, like a, a Like, like a the tree
1: has a name that you've heard Right, Linden tree or something instead yeah. of lime Or like the drug name and the other drug name mm. Maybe i have gone too far mm-hmm.
0: I'll retract that Polonia wood, this is from the internet It's very light, fine-grained Oh And warp-resistant Hey It is the fastest-growing hardwood It's used for chests, boxes, and clogs Clogs? Clogs, yeah Maybe it's a good is, tone Uh The wood is burned to make charcoal for sketching and powder for fireworks. How about that? This is multi-purpose. I like it. They use bark to make dye. Huh. It does not say what kind of tree... Uh, Anyhow, it's it's like a fast-growing... So that's... Like, people think of ash as like a quality... Hardwood for okay. for guitars. Yep, it was never considered that ash is a fast-growing kind of junky hardwood. Traditionally, yep, but we think it's a nice, good-quality wood for guitars, and it yep. is. Polonia is kind of the same way. It is a hardwood. It's very fast-growing and it's super lightweight. Like Ooh, I like it. Like as light as pine. Really? Yeah. Like to me, huh. the 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 polonia that I've seen. I think I've made two guitars out of Polonia. Oh, really? You did? Yeah. Huh. And this was 10 years ago. Oh, They were so light that the guitar was neck heavy. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Because the neck was mahogany or regular... Maple. Oh, that's heavy. Um, so it's a very prolific and very fast-growing tree. Uh, it is Asian in... Origin. Origin, yeah. However, you want to say
1: endemicity, that. they might say.
0: There you go. Yeah. How
1: about that? That's used, uh, for, you know, where a bird's range is, or mm. you know, jackrabbits or something mm-hmm. endemic
0: to this area. But uh, I, I like, um, yeah, it, it doesn't quite have the right look. I don't yeah. know. It's it's close though to ash. It's close. But some, you know, we're going to have to start doing something because yeah, we're running out of of ash. Uh, there's some kind of is it a, a beetle that's Not a decimating beetle. the ash oh, no. in America, yeah. Yeah, but it's polonia is a, is a pretty attractive wood. Substitute. Uh, yeah. If the, nothing the, else. Yeah. People may start using more. Yeah. Um it's very sustainable. It's incredibly lightweight. It it's it's like a weed tree, you know, almost. Perfect. I mean, yeah. So yeah. Good. Good, good. And I see a lot more people using it now. Well good. Uh as far as Pau Farrow fretboards go, I like the way those look. It does have a a little bit of a uh it's like a cross between Rosewood and ebony. Oh. It's typically got a little bit of like a chocolate swirl in it. A little bit of figure, huh? And it looks... Yeah. yeah oh, I like a little figure. Yeah, it looks like... uh, It looks kind of like rosewood, and it generally... When I see it... <clears throat> like, to me, it seems less oily. It's a, it's a much drier... Huh. It's a much drier version kind of... I don't know what kind of tree that's from. Let's find out. Pal faro is... <clears throat> dun, 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 I can't dun, dun. wait. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to find out here on the fly. It's a tree. Yeah, I'm trying to find out on the fly. You
1: know, while you're trying to do other things, let me ask. People are going to say, but how does it sound? Well. And, and you, I'm not saying you have to answer that or supply that information without them saying it overtly. But people are going to say that.
0: That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Um. well, again, I don't listen to records and think, oh, that sounds like Pau Ferro. <laughs> but it's not, no, those guys were good in the 60s. Like,
1: remember he played with Herb Albert for a little bit, Pau Ferro?
0: I yeah. could be wrong. I would say tone-wise... It's in between uh maple and and rosewood hmm. but I don't see I don't think that fingerboard wood ha- has much to do with tone it has as, some feel maybe. people yeah it's m- way more feel than tone yeah. way more way more feel uh but it's a nice it's a nice fingerboard material you see it on um uh you see it on a lot of Paul Reed Smith guitars. Huh. Yeah. That's good. You see Fender use it quite a bit. I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice wood.
1: Okay. Thanks Jeremy. Yep, that's sufficiently answered. That's a good one. Hi Eric. Love every single Fret Files podcast. Thank you. Hey. I don't think I've missed a single one. Thanks for your expert, clear, reasoned, and experience-based responses. Are you you listening to the right show? Yeah. Well, this is good. He hyphenated experience-based. That's a compound modifier. I like that. They are solid gold to those of us who want to learn and do good work. Man, not chase that elusive magic mojo dispensed on the internet. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're speaking our language. uh, Listening to your good advice about not hacking into Les Paul-type guitar to add a center pickup, I wanted to clarify what, for some of us, is a genuinely good use for a middle humbucker on Les Pauls and SGs that already have them in place. Okay, This is good. The stock Gibson wiring is indeed, in my opinion and experience, as useless as you describe. Mm. But there's a super easy hack
0: often referred to as... Frampton wiring. Yeah. Peter Frampton. Sorry, I stole your thunder there. Well,
1: no, you're you're following along. That's what you need to do. Through which you can use the neck and bridge pickups and toggle switch as you customarily do while blending in the middle pickup as you choose into any Mm -hmm. of the familiar two pickup combinations. The middle pickup is always on, but you control how much signal it is feeding, by using its volume control. Mm, I see. Well, it doesn't have a separate volume control, does it? I guess that's what he's going to tell us. Yeah. Okay, let's be watching for that info. Okay. In this scheme, you have, here he goes, a master tone and three volume controls. Oh, okay. One for
0: each pickup. One for each pickup. See, if I write that kind of makes sense. Do you want me to take the next uh, paragraph since this is so long? Yeah, this is like fourth grade. Do it. What keeps this scheme from just being a fussy, nerdy tweak without much consequence is that blending in that middle pickup, which Gibson describes as being out of phase, though how and to what extent that's the case is not something I've researched. What counts for the player is the eff- effect this has, and it can be quite useful and nice as it thins out the sound, depending on how much you dial it up, and can de-thicken the overall sound whoa, pretty whoa, nicely. I circle don't... In that. I don't use extreme tones, but I do dial this middle pickup in slightly, but audibly almost all the time. I do this on my 87 reissue 61 Les Paul SG Custom, a beautiful guitar introduced when the post norlin owners of Gibson wanted to reassert Gibson's traditions and quality and produced these really Really? excellent reissues. A little aside here for me, um, to my uh, knowledge the middle pickups Gibson uses on three humbucker guitars is technically out of phase. Huh? It's out of phase with the other two. Yeah. Or no, it's just out of phase with the only out of phase with the neck. It can't be out of phase with them both. Is that right? No. Well, if they're yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, it could. Yeah. I think it's out of phase with both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Which would wanna, make sense. i do the next paragraph. Well, there? I
1: want my own aside. How about this? That could be a sister Rosetta Tharp guitar. The three pickup white yeah, sure. SG, mm-hmm. like Didn't It Rain and all that, this train. Okay, that does sound pretty cool. Yeah, I um, Back to our show, I don't like to mod good guitars, so making just a few internal connection changes to yield a really good result was, I think, a nice success. I believe in playing and practicing making notes and phrases and harmonies more than devoting time to fiddling with gear. Very good, yeah. I love that. Got you out of your seat, but this little change is to me totally reversible and genuinely useful. Thanks again for your great service to guitarists and guitar music. Yeah, that's Patrick. That was a
0: dang good one. That was really good, Patrick. You wanna you wanna start hosting the podcast yeah. for me? I'm here's the baton, buddy. Yeah. That's I love
1: it. One for the ages, and that's a good standard. Saying that, hey. This isn't just fiddly, this is reversible and makes a noticeable and great change, yeah, three volume controls
0: yeah and and you it it's way more functional because you can roll the volume off completely on that middle pickup, and now you've just got basically a two pickup guitar, mm-hmm. yeah like a traditional Les Paul that makes a lot of sense, man. That's I like neat. that, yeah, thank you very much for writing in. I do appreciate it. Good one, Patrick.
1: Hi, Eric and Nat. First, thank you for the podcast. I'm always looking forward to the next episode. Oh, it gives me enough confidence to to start working on my own guitar. I went all in and built my own Strat from scratch. Whoa. Even wound my own pickups. Whoa, with heavy form var wire. Very nice. He ain't even... Yeah, he did go all in. Uh, mostly, I'm very pleased with the result. The tone is very good and playability is okay-ish. Because I made a very stupid mistake. Here, he's going to describe it. Oh, I made my fretboard using a do-it-yourself jig to cut the fret slots. Yeah. I glued the fretboard onto the flame maple neck and started to insert the frets. To my horror, the fret slots were too wide and the frets fell off. Oh, bummer. Gosh, that would make a terrible sound. Hmm. The saw I got recommended was the wrong width.
0: Oh, okay, so the slots were way too wide for the frets. Bummer.
1: They, They just rattled out. Now I have a complete neck with a radius sanded in. To fix this, I combined rosewood dust, okay, and tight bond and glued the slots closed. But then I had to cut the slots by hand, so it's not perfect. But the real problem is that two frets around the 15th fret are a bit loose. I think when I resawed the slot with a new saw, some of the rosewood slash tight bond crumbled away. Hmm. Now I can't get my action as low as I want. Bummer. As I see it, I have two options. Number one, glue the frets to the fl- fretboard. Hmm. Number two, remove the fretboard altogether and install a new one. Probably a pre-slotted one. Mm-hmm. What would you advise and how to do so? How do you glue loose frets to the fretboard? Mm-hmm. And how do you remove a fretboard from a neck? Sorry for the long email. Shoot, I ain't. Regards, Joost. That's our boy in uh, Norgi or somewhere. Yeah. Norway. Danish. He's Danish.
0: Thanks for writing in, man. Hey, I, I, I love this question because I get to talk about a few things. Oh boy. I know a guy, a really good luthier who makes really top notch guitars. He intentionally saws the slots wide. Oh no. Yeah. Gosh. And he files the tangs off of the frets, I think. I don't remember if he does that or not. The little I, barb things? Yeah. Oh no. And then he'll take um he's got an arbor press to put push the frets mm-hmm. in. He'll put epoxy in the slot, put the arbor down, Man. and then, like, leave it there for 30 minutes, you know? Like and, and just do each fret. Wow. He, he epoxies each fret into the slot with um with the slots too wide. Yeah, now, with, I with only
1: epoxy touching.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I think that's huh. pretty out there. But, um, only because it's like unnecessary, I think. But what he ends up with is a fret that is just absolutely solidified to the fingerboard, which I love. Mm -hmm. I love that because it's not sucking up any extra string energy. Right. Which is great for sustain and otherwise. So that would have been, that could have been a nice solution for you. I don't know if you have an arbor or not. It's hard to do it. Otherwise, you can just clamp, use a clamp, and mm-hmm. clamp the fret in. But um, But it sounds like you already came up with your own solution. I'm not crazy about using tight bond in there, because it's almost like tight bond kind of dries into like a weird gasket. Okay, so, it's got some gumminess to it. So now you've got the frets in there that are kind of embedded into tight bond. Yeah. And you've already got a couple of them coming loose. Depending on how bored you get and how much time you want to put into this, you might just want to pull those frets out and redo it and use epoxy and really set those in there right.
1: Yeah, you don't have much to lose maybe because the the fretboard, you already... Yeah, you, the slots are already... Yeah.
0: yeah. They're already what they are not a terrible idea. Now, if you just want to fix the frets as they come loose, um I would just use super glue. Just thick super glue. cyanacrylate glue.
1: Yeah, and, well, and the the extra width on these slots is a factor. And maybe that's why you'd use epoxy over super glue. Mhm. Is that right? Where No, do you ever use a little bit of glue on your frets?
0: I do. I use uh I use thick super glue when I do a refret. Okay. Not yeah. not on a brand new guitar. Uh anytime I refret anytime I fret huh. guitars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so if it's brand new or and a if new it's finger a fingerboard. Re- okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like and the reason being is I like that uh <clears throat> superglue so really solidifies yeah. what's going on. It dries hard. Um and it's pretty easy to remove. Where, oh, oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: When you, when you heat up the fret before removal, it expands the metal just enough that it really kind of breaks that bond. Oh. And you can take it out, and it's no big deal. Epoxy is pretty badass stuff. It's for life. I'm really, I almost never use epoxy for anything. That's yeah, for hardcore people's. But um, last time I used epoxy was I had to I had to glue on one of these guitars with a carbon fiber top and, a, and a plastic bridge. Man's got to make a living, I guess. Yeah, dang. And what do you use? You know, wood glue is not going to do a dang thing. Mm-hmm. School glue, nothing. So uh, the only thing I could think was epoxy. Yeah,
1: two-part I mean, two, two part mix
0: Yeah, two-part. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Respirator and everything, you know? Yeah. Like that that stuff is pretty nasty. I guess so. Gosh. So that's what I would say is really the real answer is pull those frets out of there and ref- yep. refret it with some serious glue. And he can get them out easily yeah. with just some dust I, and tight bonds. So. I would think so. Yeah, just give it another shot. yeah.
1: Probably a lot easier than getting the fretboard off, and installing a new one, don't you think?
0: Yeah, his other—that was his other question: how how do you remove a fretboard from a neck? Um, the famous neck heating iron. Oh. That we advertise on the show is great for that, because you have to heat it up to remove it. Oh. And a lot of guys will use like a a. An iron, like a clothing iron.
1: Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Vague notion waved, what they do. I
0: waved my hand around like,
1: you know, <laughs> like an iron. It's, to yeah. iron clothing. It's And see how nice it is? Because if you're yeah, doing that by I'm yourself, so it ain't right. Yep. But yeah. I, that's good.
0: Yeah. So uh, you have to heat up a f- fingerboard to remove it and then use a removal spatula. Gosh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And something could go wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't I ain't cut out for this. I don't have the emotional fortitude. Okay, good one. Okay, two more quick ones. Yeah, let's try this. Hello. I love the show. Thanks for doing it. Still in high school here, but I am apprenticing part-time at a local guitar repair shop. Cool. I am interested in a career in either guitar repair or guitar building or both. Can you tell me the pros and cons of both career paths since you do both? Hmm. Would I be wise to focus more on one and less on the other? Thanks, Dwayne.
0: It's an interesting question, Dwayne. Tell him how
1: his life's going to turn
0: out. (laughs) Do it. He's He's in high school. Yeah, he needs career advice. Dwayne, I would recommend college. Yeah, in
1: anything, man. (laughs) It's true.
0: (coughs) Hmm. He wants to he wants to build or repair guitars and that there's nothing wrong with that
1: yeah
0: um if i were to advise give advice on one career path over the other i would say do a little bit of both but focus on repair more at first mm-hmm. and then you can focus on building more later you learn things repairing guitars that are very valuable when it comes to building guitars. Oh, I yeah. like that. The difference between the engineer and the technician is is pretty good, you know, like imagine <laughs> have you have you ever gone to work on a car and like the part that you need to access is so buried. I have that you can't get that ain't to right. it. Yeah. This this car was not built by a mechanic. I had to buy I, this stubby
1: little screwdriver on a ratchet to change my headlight bulbs.
0: Yeah. Wow. So you learn things by fixing them You that that you wouldn't learn just from building them. So um, repair, you learn some valuable things. So do a little of both, man. And, and plus, that's going to help you really see which one you like more. I know builders who won't fix guitars, hmm. even though they know how and they could. They just yeah. refuse to do it. And I know really good repair guys who don't have any interest in building, huh. but could because of the knowledge they have. So a lot of it's going to depend on you and what you want, but I think there's valuable things to be learned uh, in both.
1: Those are two wonderful answers. I like it. Yeah. There you go, Dwayne. Let me try this one. Greetings, fret filers. Newbie question for you. But how do you intonate an acoustic guitar? I get it when it comes to electric guitars because the saddles can be adjusted to lengthen or shorten the string to compensate for accurate pitch. Well, he does get it. He does get it. But acoustic guitars have set saddle positions. So what happens if one needs adjusting? Mm. Is an acoustic guitar with intonation problems a lost cause or major surgery? What's the deal? Thank you.
0: Barry in Arizona. Thanks, Barry. It's hot down there. Uh, So, there's a few things to consider. One is this. Intonation is more forgiving on an acoustic instrument. So, they don't have to be, and I know that this sounds like a BS answer, but they honestly, they don't have to be as exact as an electric guitar. With electric guitars... That magnetic pickup going to your amp is such a a harsh reality <laughs> that th- any inconsistency and just any intonation problem really uh, surmounts to, like, this cacophony and this oh, awful, man. awful din, right?
1: Here's a funny thing. All right, I'm going to be your sidekick here. You've converted guitars from right-handed to left-handed for me. Yes, I have, and the intonation is spot-on on on acoustic guitars. Mm. So, despite your magical beliefs in this, you do an excellent job. Somehow, you're not just leaving in some leeway and saying, "Ah, it's not a big deal." I mean, even though you do say that, you don't—you must be shaping these saddles with some kind of care. Acoustic guitars. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get
0: to it. Okay. With acoustic guitars, the sound that's coming from the guitar kind of has to be harmonious in order for it, in order for the guitar to resonate. It's not able to resonate, uh, super out of tune frequencies as much as an electric guitar pickup is. Do you know what I mean? I, I, you don't agree. No. I'm just saying that that acoustic instruments are more forgiving. They're, they're, more, they're much more forgiving. And let's just say we
1: don't know exactly why, but that's been your experience. Well, f- well for the reasons I'm explaining. That. Okay. It,
0: but <laughs> um, that's not to say that that acoustic guitars won't and can't have intonation problems. They absolutely do, and they absolutely will, and they absolutely have to be fixed, but... Um, I'm just I'm just prefacing my answer. I haven't even started. An- Let me say this. Okay. <laughs> I haven't even started answering the question yet. Oh good. I'm just prefacing it by saying yeah that acoustic instruments are more forgiving.
1: All right. That's
0: all. All right. That's all. So to get into the to get into the answer, really, um, what you have is a saddle that's like what an eighth of an inch thick. Yeah. If you're Not lucky. Much to it. Yep. And. So, you've got an eighth of an inch there to play with. You can you can make the string come off the leading the front edge, or you can make the string come off the back edge, depending on how you shape yeah. the top of the saddle.
1: And even individual strings even, with respect yes. to the next one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: So you can compensate, and you've you see compensated saddles often yep. where the B string is kicked back toward yeah. the bridge pins. You know. Now, if it needs to be compensated more than the width of the saddle, now you've got problems. Yeah, but You do generally, um, if it's really, really bad, uh, you've probably got something else wrong with the guitar. Kay. Like, for example, a neck angle problem. Or the guitar needs to be set up, or it's got a big bow in the neck. Goofy frets or, or, or something. Or the nut is sitting too tall. Okay. If it if all those other things are proper and it really just is that your saddle's out of place which that can be that can be measured and you can find out you know what your scale length is and where the saddle's sitting you can you can really look at it and measure it and see is it in the right place and if it's truly in the wrong place you have to fill the saddle slot and move it re-reroute it and move it with rosewood dust and yeah Apple cores. And now the guitars that I've flipped from right-handed to left-handed for you, did I flip this? Did I Yeah. Did I reroute a saddle slot?
1: I think so, but it's fairly imperceptible. And I know on this last one, this Harmony, you didn't intend to, and I can't remember. I wish I'd brought it. People probably think it's weird that we don't do this with cool guitars on our laps. But, um, yeah, because it doesn't have an extra wide saddle i Uh, think you had to route a new one that you know would cross which i know has been done in the past for me from uh other
0: yeah outfits because i can i can see those yeah it can be done i think on that harp that last harmony that i converted for you Mm -hmm. i think the saddle was pretty straight so oftentimes they're slanted it
1: was fairly straight
0: yes you know the the treble side is closer to the nut and the bass side will be closer to the bridge pins.
1: And it's the And that's why I bring that up. That intonation is right there. Good. And I thought, well, maybe this'll be weird if I use a capo, maybe this you know? Yeah. But no, it's there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good. So yeah. I think the saddle was pretty straight on that and I think so, like a classical <laughs> guitar more. Yeah. Yeah. But again, acoustic instruments, they're kind of forgiving.
1: Well they have thicker diameter strings Mm -hmm. which would change the speaking length a little bit and that may
0: that 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 may impact it quite a bit
1: right yeah okay
0: just because of the way a guitar an acoustic guitar rings out with the top vibrating it's just super different than a magnetic pickup and a tube amp like think about how Bad things can sound with like a Fender guitar if it's not if it's out of tune.
1: Yeah, and there's such a range. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's so obvious, and maybe that's because it can get out of whack. Where mm-hmm. acoustic guitars probably aren't that out of whack.
0: Acoustic guitars can kind kind of be cheated a little bit. Like if they're just a little bit off, you know, it's not as it doesn't it doesn't sound as sour as an Electric guitar, that's a little bit off. I don't know why that is, yeah. but it's true.
1: I wonder if they start a little closer, but that's true. Electric guitar, you have to really get on that. Now, yeah. how this seems really tricky, this operation where you have to have the right height and curvature and everything, but you don't know that. You don't know where this is going to end up. Do you kind of precompensate? before you fine-tune... When you make a saddle acoustic, for an acoustic yeah. guitar? <sighs> you kind of know you're going to do this with the B-string. Or how do you get it the right, um, you know, cross... What do you call that? That fulcrum point or whatever. It's probably a good <clears throat> um, name
0: for that. Well, you measure. Um, y- usually what I'll do is... Um, if I'm making a bone saddle... I'll just kick the B-string slot back, the B-string section uh-huh. back a little bit, yep. you know. But, you know, I'll measure it, because if I'm making a saddle, um I'm probably replacing this, a previous saddle, so I'll check the intonation okay. before I start and s- kind of see, oh, okay, the intonation's not bad here, or, oh, this, the bass side could be, huh. you know, moved back a little bit or something.
1: And you just kind of bear that in mind Yeah When you're shaping that thing You probably don't even think about it as a process You probably just do it Yes So it's hard to describe Yeah.
0: Interesting isn't it That is interesting Well that does it for the show Thanks for tuning in Thanks for co-hosting Nat This is great Don't forget I got a bag of Apex coffee for you Oh boy Yeah man Smells like good stuff got a bag of coffee. I love it. Can't wait. Man, the Apex coffee. It's it's quite good. Uh Oh, it's so good. He ain't lying. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for participating. Those who did, if you want to participate in the show, you can. You can go to my website, ericdaw.com, and click the contact link. Send in your question or comment there. We'll use it as part of the show. The other way to do it is to call or text 757 774 82. Leave your voicemail, and we'll use that as part of the show. I haven't had any voicemails for a while. I should check and see if that phone number is still working. Oh. Try it. All Call right. 757-774-8482. Yeah,
1: someone test that.
0: Talk to you next time. Good luck.